Welcome to episode 12 of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better educated to do with life and never have to say the phrase, I wish I knew that when I was a young adult. I'm your host, Christian Adlita, and today we're going to be discussing budgeting. This is the last episode in a three-part series, and I wanted to let you know that before we begin. This episode is followed by, or is following in the episodes of episode 10, the big bad B word, budgeting. This is the first episode in this three-part series. And then episode 11, money as an energy and an employee is the second part in this three-part series. And the episode you're listening to now is the third part, breaking down budgeting, episode 12. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoy the show. let's talk about the idea of creating a plan when you first start creating a plan i know we've thrown numbers that we've kind of created but when it comes to creating the numbers like how much money do you actually spend on gas that is how do you get that number you probably look it to your past you have to kind of keep track of how much you're spending i think that's kind of like the first step when it comes to creating a budget is looking back tracking your spending i think that if someone's getting into budgeting for the first time that that is one way to do it, but it can be intimidating. I think the most important thing is to basically just guesstimate your first budget mm. and not stress about it. Because the most important thing about budgeting is doing it, period. Yeah. Even if it's not a perfect budget, it's going to be way better than no budget. And I think a lot of people, and this is why the budget gets the big B as a, as a, as a naughty word with a big B word, is that people just get so intimidated and overwhelmed by, oh, I need to go figure out all my transactions and do all this stuff. And I... And I that's why I was trying to say is, sure, I do that, but that's not really needed to start doing budgeting. Mm. And I think people that aren't doing budgeting, that they really don't get the power because they're overwhelmed by the intro steps. That's why I say, just get a white piece of paper. You know how much your paycheck is. Just guesstimate. Like I say, let's, we'll, and what I say, for example, is, okay, how much, how many times do you go to the, you know, just in your head, like how many times do you go to the, um, the gas station in a, a week? You say, okay, once. I go to a gas station basically once a week. Okay, how much does it usually cost? Okay, well, probably last time I was like 40 or 50 bucks. Okay, so it's 50 bucks a week. So right there, four weeks, 50 bucks, right? That's 200 bucks. So there mm-hmm. you go. You've got an estimated gas budget for the month. And then you know what your rent is. So if your rent is XYZ. I know not everybody in your situation, and this is more directed at teens, but so when I was in college, that's how I used to budget like, you know, um, dating or going out with friends, I would budget a certain amount of money. Um, so I would just know that I had like X amount of money to spend. Or um, if I wanted to buy something like clothing, I would set aside like, you know, X amount of money for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like you can kind of like, you know, school books, anything I needed for college. Um, when I was in high school, it was basically gas and insurance money. If you're paying that, if your parents are paying that, then great. You're really lucky. If you're paying it yourself, you know, you need to set that aside. You need to have some kind of um, fund set aside as a teen for if you own a car you need like an emergency fund just to cover like let's say the car breaks down you need some way to be able to repair it so that's where you could build up a little bit of a nest egg mm-hmm. um, in emergency fund to be able to cover um, unexpected car repairs um, there's a lot of budgets um, if you're an adult 
or a child, I mean, or a child or a teen, they, you can actually Google like, what are the ideal budget numbers? And mm -hmm. there is a bunch of like, like official online calculators yeah. and yeah, online calculators that sort of say generally on average, the average household income is, you know, X, Y, Z number. And then they'll say, well, generally 10%, 30% is that is the rent about, you know, 20% is car payments and stuff. And they'll tell you what the suggested numbers are. Mm -hmm. So you get an idea and then how much you should be saving for retirement. There's just, it gets really, it, it kind of like this, right? It's um, like learning to ride a bike. You know, when you, if you just told somebody, okay, you're going to run, you're going to be, not only are you going to ride a bike, but you're going to be doing mountain biking, man, you would really be throwing someone to the wolves because it's, you know, you've got to learn how to balance a bike before you start taking like off-roading and jumping and all that kind of stuff. So really you don't want to kind of throw too deep into the budgeting world because there's a lot of complexity that you can get into depending on your needs. Mm -hmm. But I think really having your eyes open by budgeting at all is huge. Yeah. That, that's just, that's what I could, I could encourage everyone listening more is just do a simple budget and that is going to get you 60 to 80% of the way towards telling your money where to go, giving you more control and influence over your employees, your dollars. <laughs> Is, is huge and, and the freedom that it will give you towards being able to have money when you need it. Um, and it just makes you feel empowered when you're in control of your money instead of it just feeling like you're in chaos world where you never quite have enough money in your bank account for everything you need. Mm. I think a lot of that comes to, like we were saying earlier, like building up money over time to get to the point where you have the one month in advance and all that. But I believe that um, when first starting out, definitely it's, it's like riding a bike. You're probably going to want to have training wheels to first and do that for the first couple months and then start getting into more specific numbers and coming down. I think and that even getting a tool is handy. Like YNAB is a great tool that we've used. Um, and there's a, there's a, there's a ton of tools. Like if you just do budgeting tools and you do a Google for budgeting tools, you will run into a billion of them. And that's why I say kind of steer clear of the tools right off the bat. Um, I think a lot of them can be really intimidating. Mm -hmm. But if you're enthusiastic about it and you want to try one out, I definitely recommend it. There's some great tools out there to help you create simple budgets. There's all kinds of budgets. There's, mm -hmm. you know, one month ahead budgets. There's zero dollar budgets. There's there's just like a myriad of different types of budgets, the way you budget. There's cash budgets uh, where people actually, you take your cash and you actually use it for budgeting. So instead of doing it on a piece of paper, you just have your $1,000 right there. Mm -hmm. And you basically you put, put it in like envelopes. The, yeah, envelope system is very popular um, for a lot of it where you just like, okay, I need to spend $200 in gas. You take $200 in cash out of your bank account, you stick it in an envelope. And every time you go to the gas station, you take that envelope with you, you pay for your gas. Mm -hmm. That's the envelope system. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of great simple tools for budgeting. And I think one of the things that I've kind of found is like a little fun side hobby just as to kind of challenge myself and see. I started keeping track of every scent that i found on the ground and i did this over the God. course of i think it's been <laughs> eight to ten months now i have found ten dollars and 63 cents oh, worth of cents on the ground just i think i'm gonna start leaving cents around the place <laughs> just to drive up your numbers <laughs> so that is what in a way i set a goal i was like you know what i'm gonna somehow find ten dollars worth of change this year and eight months in i didn't realize how much change you just find on the ground it's kind of amazing yeah i, I uh i've i've never 
never not surprised by what randomness you can find. <laughs> You're just waiting for that $10 laying on the ground. You're going to double the amount of money you You got. know what? I found a $5 bill walking in school. But here's the thing. With the change, I only counted pennies. They're like, not pennies, but like pennies into like real change. It wasn't cash. So I found dollar bills on the ground oh, before. So but I'm only counting the change. That's funny. I found a $5 bill walking to physics class. I... I was so surprised. Five dollars just in school. Some, some kid is missing lunch money because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. No. <laughs> exactly. So when it comes to budgeting, I think we've kind of talked about the idea of creating a savings and having setting savings goal. Let's talk about that for a second because I think that there's a lot of different things that Dave Ramsey definitely talks about and I've definitely heard in other places as well. But the idea of kind of researching before you buy something and not only researching before you buy something but setting aside that money so that you're not like taking out a car loan or something when it comes to that so i think that cars or something for example like i was wanting to get a nicer laptop that was somewhere in the range of 500 to 1000 dollars so to replace my older 300 dollar laptop so what i was planning to do is every month set aside a certain amount of money and this is kind of the idea and i've done a whole bunch of research as you've suggested um on all different types of brands and all different types of specs yeah. and stuff definitely looking at reviews and definitely spending more time looking at the specific details of something like a purchase like a laptop yeah anything i mean i think a lot of people do or i don't know maybe maybe not people do it the way i've always done it in my life i've always found that if you don't do with just a little bit of research on it, you won't know if you're getting a good deal. Mm. I love a good deal, and not just a good deal. I just I want to feel like my money's being efficient, and uh, I feel like you know if I if I want to buy a new TV, I need to spend a little bit of time trying to figure out what's the what what's the mm. great TV, you know, mm. and how much they cost, and like what's a good deal, and what's a bad deal, and all putting that your employees stuff. to good use. Yeah, I want my employees uh, working all on the right thing, not the bad thing, and I don't mm. want to just snap buy something or i guess most people it's kind of like the more money you're going to spend as a percentage of your total income you should be spending almost a proportional amount of more time mm-hmm. in researching and understanding your purchase before you lay down the money just because you're giving up more of yourself if you think about it from that way when you give up your money for something you're giving away time you're giving up away your energy your time your effort that you had to go to a job or do some kind of activity for someone else and that money that you had to hard earn blood sweat and tears is going to do something so it would make sense that you would treat that with respect the same respect you treat yourself with with you know i'm working really hard taking care of myself well if you're going to say that you need to then make sure you're taking good care of the money that you have and and i always you know how many times it's between both of us you know, and your sister, like when we've talked about things, we will go in the store and we'll be like, hey, I'm really interested in buying these headphones. I'm really interested in buying this game. And I'll be like, hey, take two seconds, Google it. What can you find? And how many times on have Amazon we saved like some hundreds like... of dollars, or if not thousands of dollars, just because we'll go on to Amazon and it'll be like 20% off today if you buy it online. And it was like, you know, Amazon had it $20 off or Walmart was running an online special for for the game, you know, a video game that was like $60 normally and in the store was 60 they were selling it for $40. Just so, all know, sorts all of stuff like that. You've got to like do, that. especially with research, and I like the, what you said, is that based off how much 
money the purchase is compared to how much you make yes is how much time like a percentage of how much kind of like if it's a cup of coffee and you make a thousand dollars and you're okay with that cup of coffee you don't need to research which is the best cup of coffee but now if you're going to buy a car and that's going to take you you know a year to save up the money i would hope that you would spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what was the best one for that because that's a lot more you know a lot more it's a lot more energy a lot more work that comes into that car versus a cup of coffee absolutely so one of the things that I like that we talk about was setting aside money. And I think there's a lot of things like, so especially for the teen and young adult realm, okay. you've got things like cars yes, and the expenses that go along with cars, yep. insurance, gas. Absolutely. One of the other things that is college. That's yes. kind of like a big looming thing that some people it's paid for, a lot of people it's not. There's a lot of things like scholarships they can go out and look for. Yep. One of the things that I'd suggest is looking at like, and this is stuff that I've done uh, on my own time that I like doing is I look looking and seeing if I were to save X amount of money each month, how long would it take me to get to a certain amount of money? And this is what I'll do is I have like, so one of the things that I've done, I have three categories of my big long-term savings that I like to look at that I have budgeted away, a proportion of my monthly, what I make. And that's car fund, that's college, and that's becoming a millionaire. <laughs> well, the retirement, you covered on the three things that I've had you guys save for our, the last, gosh, uh, it's been, when did we start the whole seven process? Seven years old, somewhere around Yeah, there. seven. So it's been, a, yeah. Ten so years? It's been about ten years we started doing this. This is about the time when I got Dave Ramsey, and I wanted to teach you guys how to manage money. So we set up, you know, three the three things I thought that were the most important that you needed to work towards as a team. Um well, actually, there's four four categories, five categories, <laughs> six categories, no, five categories. So the five categories that we set up for really basic team budget was um, 10% was giving. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to always give your money, and we have that money set aside, and that, that money can be like a friend, you know, needs a sweater, like they're, or, you know, needs food or something, you know, or, you know, someone during the holiday season you'd like to donate some money to a good cause or, you know, on a weekly, if you go to a church uh, or, you know, uh, a place of worship and, and you want to donate money towards the, the running of that um, building or whatever. So that all that money, that giving is an important one. That's about 10% is a recommended percentage of your income. Then the next thing um, that, that we've set up was retirement fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I pulled the number 15%. So 15%, and that was from uh, Dave Ramsey's recommendation. So 15% of your income grows into retirement. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that, for the last 10 years, you know, you guys are saving, it's, it's piled up to be quite a bit of money. Yeah. And so when you guys turn 18, we're going to like take that money and put that into investment accounts. And then by the time you guys reach retirement age at 65, it'll actually go worth quite a bit of money. And the funny, the saddest thing about retirement and savings is that really you need to be saving more when you're this age as a teenager, because it has far more impact 65 years later than every dollar, every dollar, every day that goes by, the closer you get to 65, the less impact this money you save will have. Based off the investment best, principles yeah, and all that other stuff. Investing stuff. interest, all that kind of stuff. Cause it would be like, you know, a dollar now could be worth a million by the time you're 65 mm-hmm. with a compound interest. Um, so retirement is the second category. The third category is you hit on car, um, and and I don't know every every teen is going to have a different 
experience with this because it's going to be based on their family. Um, but in our family, like, you know, I'm following kind of a Dave Ramsey's uh, car purchase program for his teens, which he was willing to put fund up to a certain amount, a, match, a matching fund for a car. Mm -hmm. And I've told both you and your sister that I would match up to 50% with some, you know, requirements on it that it had to be a running car and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's giving you like motivation because every dollar you save is actually going to be $2 towards a car mm -hmm. when you buy your first car. And that's exciting because that'll be a big accomplishment. But now that you're, you know, 17, a car is becoming more and more important to have your own, to be able to get around, um, you know, and to go to a job and do all those different things and to be able to hang out with your friends it becomes a pretty important deal. So that's why saving up for a car as a teen and a young adult is very important. Mm -hmm. Um, See, so that's retirement, giving, car, and was I thought there was one more. Four, fourth and five. Exactly. <laughs> oh, spending. So that's okay. So yeah, so that was like so sixty percent for spending. Mm. So you can go out and buy video games with that. You can go with your friends to movies. You can do whatever you want with that money. Fifteen percent for retirement. Fifteen percent for your car. Ten percent for giving. Mm. Um, and that gives you 100% of your money allocated. And then really as a teen, you can then take your spending money and then budget that and take that money and then tell it where to go. Where do you want to spend? Money on movies? Do you want to save up and buy some really cool that Xbox X that just came out with Red Dead mm -hmm. Redemption 2? Mm, I don't know. Good. Like, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So that was where that spending money, but if you break that money up and you put that chunk, so every dollar you earn for the last 10 years has gone basically into those budgets yes and so then you now have that money accessible now for to do those different purposes and those are kind of the bigger overarching purposes of life now the car won't always be around eventually that fades because you're going to have a car and that'll become a different but it's always there a car is always an expense mm -hmm. that you'll have um, retirement and giving are a permanent thing in your life and you should always be saving for retirement and you should always be giving but they're very important those are kind of like the big categories really i think as a team that you should really have set aside and be saving towards like the branches on the tree of budgeting. That's right. I'd like to add another branch to that tree, if you don't mind. Um, one of the ones that I'm looking more and more into doing research on is kind of investing. Yes. Kind of ha having money set aside to create more money. That's a brilliant idea. It's definitely something when that I suggest. Money works to make money. It, that's where, I think, really where you hit a whole new level of life. Mm -hmm. If you can get to that point where your money is making money, but I will tell you though the. One thing you have to absolutely be careful about with that path is there's a lot of people out there that will tell you that if you give them their money, they will make you money with it. And mm -hmm. there's so much fraud mm -hmm. related to investing. And investing by its very nature is risky because there's no guarantee about anything. And if anyone says there's a guarantee, they have a guarantee, most likely they're lying and most likely then there's some kind of something smells about it. Mm -hmm. But it definitely, if you can find some pretty good, safe investments for your money and have it actually generate more money, that's one of the awesome ways to slowly work yourself out of having to work for a job. Because mm -hmm. it would be far rather if, if you had your money go to work for you and make money than you having to go to work and make money. Passive income. Yes, we love that word, passive income. Passive income. There's budgeting and passive income. Budgeting, we've hoped that we've turned that word from... We should, you should do an episode, I think, about passive income at some point. There's a whole lot, whole lot to that. There's a um, a book. I'm I'm not in love with the whole book, but it definitely has some good concepts. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad mm. um, book has a great way of uh, quantifying 
the different types of money and the way money is made. And I think it's very important to understand those concepts. I don't agree with some of the, the ways that he goes about trying to get there, but the concepts are legitimately worth understanding. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we've turned the word budgeting around for you so that it's not the such a big and scary thing. Now that we've revealed the curtain and you see what it is, and we hope we introduce you hopefully soon to the words of passive income. I have been your host, Christian Adlita. And I'm his dad, Richard Adlita. <laughs>just listened to episode 12 of the younger smarter and better podcast what do you think about it let us know by giving us a rating on our podcast page if you want to share this with a friend give the experience to someone else make sure that they have an, a knowledge of budgeting it's such an important skill that i i don't want anyone to really miss out on it because i feel like there's so much that you could lose from not knowing what a budget is and how to use it properly if you want to find us you can reach us at the email younger smarter better at gmail.com if you want to find us on social media we are on instagram and twitter we're using the tagline at ysb today i'd like to thank you for listening to this episode and stay hungry for knowledge